Hello and welcome to Starseed Sanctuary. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Olga Starr. Hey everyone. Hello. We're back. We are back. How's it going? How's it going for you guys? It's great for us. Yeah. I've quit my job. <laughs> yeah. So you just sprung that on me. So what? Um, you were a relationship expert. Yeah. Well, I, I, Writer for... Yeah, all the media. All the media things. Yeah, like Daily Mail, all this stuff. Yeah. TV, radio. And you just decided to stop that. <laughs> yep. Tell everyone why you decided to stop that. Well, spiritual side took over. Um, My own experiences have increased to the point where it's like you can't just teach everyone and tell people accept what they are without, you know, going in it yourself. So I was like, okay, fine. You wanted to explore your experiences Um, more? No, it's not explore. It's a mark, you know, like... like we, when we exhibited at London um, Wellness Show, right? Mm. It was a mark of sorts that star seeds are not imaginary star seeds; is a real deal, and you know we need to acknowledge that and we need to speak about it. And I think that wasn't just marking point for us to put it out there. Star seeds are genuine. It was it somehow became turning point for me that you know that is my destiny right now right now um and that's uh, my job right now to make sure that those awakened star seeds who work as teachers spiritual teachers or healers they know where to come to for help like attachments or further development or other weird experiences or also i get more information flowing into my mind so i need to share that and i've got more clients i mean obviously i'm extremely obsessed with crystals at the moment i start selling crystals that took over as well that's kind of another business but all of those little businesses they're kind of one movement and everything is very much started an awakening process and i felt i can see how being relationship expert actually brought me towards it as well in a way like i've learned something there because the problem with star seeds, we come from different star systems and different ways we have reincarnated on Earth as well. Like there is another big problem that many star seeds don't realize: they have no planetary systems. Like they have a very ethereal background, and uh, we do not have knowledge or understanding about how that works. That's mm. that's as far as I got so far with that. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, like we are so different that we can't just say, oh, you know, I'm from Pleiades, let's hang out together. And I feel this is where my relationships expert come in, that I can work with different star seeds from different backgrounds and explain to them it's okay to be so different and to be one family. Mm. So I can see the transition, like I was shown all of that. But the thing is the other work takes a lot of time and effort. And it's more like helping dealing with human stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I'm bored. You know, it's, it's human stuff. I don't care about human stuff anymore because we are moving so fast. I've got these extraordinary clients who awaken within literally a couple of days. We work for one hour. Then next month, they tell me they don't even need crystals anymore. You know, they get information just flowing. So I love this very fast-paced environment where you don't just deal about, you know, what do you tell to your husband or wife or what do you do to your – how do you talk to your children? I like that here – I'm dealing with um, us who you just never know what to expect from them. Uh-huh. And I think it's kind of like when I do this work, it feels, you know, there is a wording like feel the now moment. 
Yeah. And it sounds really kind of naff, but I feel like alive. Like yeah. I exist. That's how it makes me feel. So I was like, you know what? I can do this. So That's and, pretty brave to do to make that decision as well. I think there's there's courage behind people that decide to take a, a step like that. I it just happened. I just felt this is what I should do. I did it. And I had a few clients who uh, said it's great for them to have inspiration like that because they felt embarrassed or too shy to share their star seeds or they felt very uncomfortable talking about their healing gifts with their normal friends and now they're putting it out there much more open. So I, I like that I started a small wave somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what so what has anything changed or is your just your daily thing has been mostly now on um, Starseed? It did change because virtual. bizarrely enough, it's always like I'm kind of self-employed pretty much all the time. But with this work, it's different because I work across different time belts. Like I had to work a few nights till 3 a.m. So didn't get much sleep. That's kind of affecting me. And I need to be sure that I cannot get enough childcare and sleep and like look after this physical body uh, because the physical body is you know, not ourselves and it's, it is stressful for the bodies. Mm. But otherwise... Do you think the turning point was the show then? Do you think that was the turning point and the thing that made I you think? I think the turning point was when it, when I gave a speech at LA Consciousness Expo. I think that was a turning point for me personally when I was just like, you know what, Olga, all your life you knew it, it's time to actually open your mouth and speak about it yeah. rather than just hide behind the back of backs of other people or run your workshops so that was a turning point for me then we started the starseed school and then you remember how it all happened it was just suddenly we are doing the show mm. and i think the show was another marking uh mm. kind of like enra also progressed enormously he's now a little bit in his um cocoon situation where he's evolving and he's learning more about his symbols perception. I think it was like a very good turning point for each one of us. Even for mm. yourself, you remember you you decided you want to do acting. Mm. When? Well, when just before, just after the show, you suddenly felt like you want to do, do this acting stuff, that, and you just want to get it out of your system. Yeah, different a different approach, enjoyment yeah. rather than just like the thing I've the thing I've been trying to let go of is the. Um, perceptions of other people how they perceive the acting because there's always that the way that I've experienced people around me friends and family that um, they the way they view acting is they always say um, when when am I going to see you on TV or when am I going to spot you on EastEnders or you know when is your big break and all of this kind of bullshit basically that i see like that i that i perceive i understand why people say it because they say oh you're going to move it and you're going to be big one day and all this stuff or you know um that the way that p people that aren't in it see it is not never how i wanted it to be i didn't want to be on eastenders and i didn't want to do it. i did it because i loved doing it but somewhere along the line, I... Well, I think we should uh, add for our American listeners and other listeners that EastEnders is just like really popular It's TV a soap show. opera. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very popular opera. in UK. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's, ne it's it was never my dream to be. And, and even if I got an audition for it and I got on it, I, it's not what I wanted to do. 
But somewhere along the line, I got attached to this notion of, oh, I've got to do that because that's what everyone has been saying to me. And if I don't do that, I failed, you know, somewhere along the line, all these ridiculous attachments that I got to that feeling. And um, as I got work and I was doing, you know, bits and bobs and I was happy somewhere along the line, I was like, I'm kind of doing it for the sake of doing it now. And I wasn't really enjoying it. I was doing it because it was money and I was doing it because I kind of wanted to keep that part of me alive, but, and also have something to say to people. Oh yeah, I'm still doing this or I'm still doing that. Very egocentric rather mm. than actually what is what I needed. And so the the thing that I did at the beginning of the year, I had so much anxiety and stress and everything over that I was like, I'm, I'm done from doing the stuff that I'd done before. So the show um, and sort of middle of the year towards the show and now like I got involved with a, another group who just do it for fun. There's no money involved. They're all pros, but they don't, um, it's not like a professional production where you all get paid and everything like that. But I kind of discovered the love of doing it and it built my confidence back up. And so I suppose the, the broader lessons that I've been learning is to try and detach from um, people's expectations and wanting to please other people and, fulfill their kind of what they think I should do rather than what I want to do yeah because I've always been a people pleaser and I've always you you still are but I I mean I don't know you before but you're not people like for me as I met you you're not people pleaser in a bad way like you you're just really helpful you're just so helpful yeah I I always I always want to and, and Lauren actually said this to me a couple of days ago. She was like, "Lauren is his fiance." Yeah, <laughs> and and she meant this in like she said, "I mean this in the best way." But you you care too much. You care too much about other people. Like you sacrifice things for yourself because you do things too much for other people, and that's like a downside, isn't it? Why she fell in love with you? <laughs> <laughs> but I know where she's coming from, so I suppose it's all part of my journey of wanting to take control back for myself and okay. do things for myself and care less about what people think yeah there's definitely a thing it's here deep. it's more like and for you yeah yeah you wanted to do things that you wanted to do it's just taking the step further in your own development life experience i don't know it's like enjoying what we ha it's it's going to be so short this period on earth mm. <laughs> We don't mm. have much time really, you know, left. So we might as well enjoy it and Yeah. I find a lot of the time I've spent I've spent um like yeah, like pleasing other people but doing things for slightly the wrong reasons. Like if I really looked deep down, like I was doing it partly for me but mostly for another person. Yeah. And now it, it, it needs to kind of switch. Not completely, but the balance needs to tip more so i'm doing things for myself that help other people but i get the enjoyment out of doing you know so like we have to be careful here bit. because you know otherwise we'll be like in the law of attraction guys if you believe in it quit your jobs and get on with it <laughs> and then, uh, there are lots of horror stories you know to say oh it didn't work out for you so please please don't quit your job unless you're absolutely sure like i was 200 percent sure yeah. I, I was just like i'm doing it that's it and i didn't even tell anyone until you know the right time came and the kind of even my guy didn't realize I quit my other job he just kind of saw that I have this strange customers calling me and different time of 
you know, they have weird work. So, and then it kind of became natural. And then we spoke about it. And I did say, by the way, I haven't got my other job anymore. So I, and like for you as well, well, for you, it was a bit more stressful. I do remember you were quite stressed out about taking that decision. You kind of took yeah. it, but you were stressed out. But it wasn't, fortunately for me, like it wasn't, um, I hadn't before that, that job at the beginning of the year, I hadn't acted for like two years professionally yeah nearly two years um so it wasn't like uh, th- that that was my uh, sort of entry back in to see if I still wanted to do it and I didn't so and, and I've always had this other business that I've been running for for eight years nearly. well that's your family so, connection he has yeah. another business it's really cool if anyone isn't to art uh, Steve is totally plugging it in he's going to make in the comments the link and you can go and learn how to do art right <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that um but otherwise you know guys i can see how many star seeds awakening like within seconds so if you have friends who don't want to listen to you about the fact you're star seed or you feel you have reincarnated from anywhere else just be patient trust me the people are changing the changes are happening they can't control it they may feel very stressed out about it they don't know what to do about it so just be a nice friend don't shove it down their throat just give them time they all start to come round to our point of view they do they do they do mm. yeah 100% what happened with your book in the end did you get any oh i okay, you wrote I a have, book. no do you know what happened i i know that writing a book is very good stuff and i have to do it but i also became i'm so happy why will i bother about it <laughs> Like, I literally said it to myself. So at the moment, I'm going to enjoy what I'm doing. And I almost, I I did something very noisy. I was like, you know what? Whatever universe, cosmos. If my book is really good for me, (laughs) not just the others, because the others are getting information through our podcast, through my Instagram account. So like the information is coming out. It's your problem, you know, whether you want to listen to it or not. I don't have to break my horns to publish a book. But I did put it out like, you know what? If it's necessary, can the bloody publisher find me and just do it for me? Because I'm tired. I'm just tired knocking on the doors getting all the publishers telling me how excited they are and then never gets anywhere to the point that I do remember there is a phrase I've read somewhere, someone very famous, of course, said it, that the only place you can die from compliments is Hollywood. (laughs) And that's how I felt with my book, you know, like I'm knocking on all the doors and everyone says, oh my God, this is amazing. We totally need to write about Star Seeds and then I get nowhere. I was like, I'm going to die from this compliment. Stop it. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Paused it. <laughs> so they so they haven't got back to you yet? Uh, no, everyone said no. <laughs> no, no, they all get, got back to me at the end. They all <laughs> they, said they always no. Like, nah. <laughs> they all said no. And I was just like, okay, I'm so happy. I've got clients. I've got my crystals now. I just, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And then there'll be a person who will be like, can we just publish your book? And I'll be like, okay, fine. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I wondered, I wondered what happened there. There will be, there will be a, a book won't there i'm sure i'm sure you will write one one day oh, it's whether half, it's, it's for, half written already but you know whether I, it's published by them or you i just feel it will have to be edited to the acceptable standards because um sometimes when we progress quite fast not not that we are more 
aware than the others because experiences are so different. But when you are in it for so long, we sometimes neglect the little things that are important to beginners, awakeners. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's where the publisher should actually help me out and give a bit of that, like, okay, Olga, this is a little bit too much, you know, mm. can we do a bit simpler here? And so I feel like it will be a collaboration. Yeah, because how, you know, if you're, how far do you go with a book like that? Because, you know, it's difficult to judge people's awakenings of where they're at, you know, something might be too far intense, you know, how far do you go in one book without starting another book and taking it that next step further? Well, the the one that I was working on that's a half, half reading was more general introduction about structures of star seeds, uh, where they come from, um, a psychological aspects to be uh, where addressed significantly as well, because mm. at the moment is not so much about knowing, hey, I'm star seed. I mean, I think that was like really cool two years ago. Hey, I'm star seed. I'm awakened. But I feel now it's more okay. What what do I do with it? Mm. And that's where the book came in. Like, okay, this is what be, can be with you. This is what you can be like. I can't guarantee your Pleiades because we don't have the full information, but this is what Pleiades would feel like. This is what reptilians would feel like. Why reptilians are not all bad. You, you know, this kind of friendly stuff. And then there is a psychological uh, chapter, I think partially based on my, uh, like the background of psychology and my previous work I did. Um, how do you interact with humans? You know, how do you make your knowledge acceptable? How do you actually talk in a way that humans will accept you and don't freak out that you're alien? Mm. Or, you know, so that was my book. <laughs> I want to read that. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I just, I probably should finish it and just put it on Amazon or something. I don't know. I'll see. Let, let me just have my fun. I'm just so happy right now. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not. I just like, I don't have <laughs> to do anything work. You know, I don't have to do editing. I just like don't have to tell anyone, no, we can't publish your book. It just really knocked my confidence down. Like, I can't suffer like that anymore. And here I'm like so happy with my crystals and, you know, talking to you, having podcasts. Having my clients. Yeah. I deserve, I deserve to be happy. Just, yeah, that's that's good enough. That's good enough right now. Okay. Well, um, guys, if you suddenly feel like you have this urge to change your life around, I do hope our stories are inspirational enough to you. I do hope. If not ours, find someone. And if you have an urge to make change in your life, just, just go with it. Go with it. Wonderful. Beautifully said. All right, we'll catch you on the next podcast, everyone. Speak to you soon, guys. Bye. Bye.